President Cyril Ramaphosa visited the problematic Royval wastewater treatment plant before engaging with the people of Hamansgral at the Temba Stadium on the 8th of June, just over two weeks after the deadly waterborne cholera disease gripped that community. The President's visit comes on the back of a worrying presentation by the Department of Water and Sanitation on the state of the quality of water in South Africa. The department released the interim blue, green and no-drop reports, which are meant to serve as a regulatory tool that aims to improve municipal drinking water quality, wastewater management and water conservation and demand management. Here's a summary of Water and Sanitation Director General Sean Phillips' presentation. The 2022 full green drop report that we released in April 2022 found that 334 out of 850 municipal wastewater systems in 90 municipalities, which are water services authorities, were in a critical condition, receiving green drop scores of 30% and below. In other words, of the 850 municipal wastewater systems which were assessed, 334 of them were found to be in a critical state. So the Blue Drop Watch report is based on a sample of 151 out of 1,035 water treatment systems across the country. In all the water services authorities, in other words, all the municipalities which are water services authorities, we sampled at least one water treatment system. In terms of the infrastructure condition, we found that 3% of the sampled systems were in a critical infrastructure condition, 12% of the sampled systems were in a, a poor infrastructural condition, 49% were in an average infrastructural condition, 31% in a good condition and 5% in an excellent condition. In 2015, when the last no-drop report was published, the national non-revenue water figure was estimated to be 35%. This indicates that there's been a decline in uh, efficiency of water use in municipalities, or in other words, an increase in non-revenue water between 2015 and 2022, from 35% in 2015 to 46% in 2022. Phillips painted a worrying picture confirming that, depending on where in the country you are, the water coming out of your taps could make you sick. The last time we did a blue drop report in 2012, that blue drop report indicated that only 10% of municipalities had bad or poor microbiological water quality. In this sample, 50% had bad or poor microbiological water quality. This watch report that we're releasing today indicates that the drinking water produced from some municipal water treatment systems during the 2021-2022 municipal financial year did not meet the SANS 241 standard and could on occasion have posed a potential health risk. The report does not provide an indication of the current in terms of SANS 241 and the norms and standards issued by DWS under the Water Services Act. When the tests carried out by a municipality indicate that the water supply poses a health risk, the municipality must inform its consumers that the quality of the water that it supplies poses a health risk. He says criminal charges have been instituted against several municipalities, including Tuane, that had failed to comply with the directive to submit corrective plans where they had been found wanting in the provision of water services. For those municipalities which did not submit corrective action plans, DWS has issued directives in terms of the National Water Act compelling them to submit such plans. And we do have criminal charges and criminal action currently taking place against some municipalities 
where the pollution from wastewater treatment plants is particularly bad. And those include some of the municipalities which have not yet submitted corrective action plans. This is nearly four years since the Human Rights Commission declared the water in Hamanskral unfit for human consumption and warned of related health risks for the community while recommending an urgent intervention. But Tuane Mayor Celia Brink, who's only been at the helm for three months, said while he admits failure on the part of the municipality, upon assuming office, he tried to amicably resolve the years-long standoff between themselves and the Water and Sanitation Department that ultimately led to the department taking Tswane to court. I think there are successive administrations in Tswane, including several ministers of water who made many promises, including we'll give the money to upgrade Royval and then didn't do it, temporary solutions. So successive administrations, many politicians have made broken promises. We're now at the end of a long line of failures and excuses, and it's about taking responsibility. Before the cholera outbreak, I reached out to the Minister of Water. We had a very productive meeting in Cape Town, and we said, let us put the disputes of the past beside us and do whatever, whatever solution, to get clean water to Hamanskral as soon as possible. The problem is the city doesn't have the money in any one or any two or even any three financial years. Speaking to this, the president said more work should be done to address the regulatory limitations that made it difficult for the national government to ensure municipalities fulfill government's constitutional obligation to provide access to clean, safe water. It's not satisfactory. I guess more could have been done. But the system that we have of governance delegates the work of this area to local government. And that is what prevails all over the country. Minister of Water is right now at pains to get, to get the various local governments in our country to wake up, to attend to their waterworks, to make sure that uh, as we do the bulk, as he does the bulk with the dams, they are then able to sign offtake agreements because they do get revenue themselves directly. The revenue does not go to national government. They get the revenue and they must then be able to say, yes, we can pay for this and that. Where they need help, the national can come in. So there's been a disjuncture there. And this is precisely what I'm talking about. That we need to look at how we resolve this dichotomy between national as well as local. Ramaphosa promised the people of Hamasgral immediate, mid-term and long-term solutions to address the water crisis. We are attending to this. We are going to attend to the problem and the challenge that you are facing. Immediately now, we make water available in the next six months. We will make sure for there's a better waterworks. And in three years, the big waterworks here, Royval, will also be functioning properly to give you the water. But not everyone who attended the event was sold on the promises that they say they've heard far too many times before.
Why? Because of it's been a long time. It's been a long time that we've complained about the water here. And now that people have died, now they want to act. If nobody had died, the president wouldn't have come here. And he's always lying. When he began his address, Ramaphosa started by apologizing for the many years of government's fatal inaction. This has been your problem for years and years. On our collective behalf, our people have the right to clean running water. And in this case, we will admit for we have failed you. We have failed the people of Hamanskral. We have failed you. But community leader and one of the legal practitioners mobilizing residents to sue the state for the health disaster, Moafrika Wamaila, says the president is being disingenuous. I never heard him speaking one single the name of one family, one name of a person. I never heard him talk that he touched base with any family. So the president was not here for Hamanskral. In essence, even the attendance of that meeting had no demographics of Hamanskral. And you could see when the president was speaking there that these people are not even listening to him. They don't even hear him because his long speech, it warrants to nothing. The four billions he's mentioning. People who are clapping hands are the tender planners, are the agencies that he says they appointed. They know they will benefit. As for the rest of the people, they don't care about all these big money. They just want water to drink tonight. They want water to drink tomorrow for them not to die. But nothing has ever been said. Instead, he speaks about the things that people will never be able to afford. When you look at the large number of people who died in Kanana, Kanana is a, it's a small new township that completely relies on the grants. The level of unemployment is too high. It's mostly RDP houses. Now, if you say to those people, go and boil water, how will they boil water when the electricity from municipality is so expensive? Hours before the president and his entourage of ministers arrived in Hamanskral, Wamaila's organization held a community meeting where grieving families and survivors of the highly infectious bacterial disease relayed their harrowing experiences. <laughs> While President Salramaphosa applauded the interventions by the health department to curb the spread of the disease, Wamaila says residents who rushed to the Jubilee District Hospital for assistance feel they were failed by the public health system at their most vulnerable. Security were pushing family members out to seeing their people. Some were at casualty for four days, urinating themselves, having diarrhea, smelling dirty without being attended. Some died before they were admitted and they received call six hours later after they admitted them so that they can release them through the back door as dead bodies. In essence, the government failed people from water to hospital facility to everything, including the support through the process of bereavement. Wamaila says they believe there's been gross underreporting of the deaths as some people have died at home or before they've even reached health facilities. Audibly angered and frustrated, he accuses Ramaphosa of using the tragedy to gain political mileage ahead of next year's general elections. He's speaking there as a president. We saw the premier of Houting speaking, but we never saw the mayor of Swani speaking. Why? Because he's from the opposition party. That's number one. Number two, because they were not there to speak about the solution. They still told the people that they will drink water from the trucks. They still told the people 
that they, they will be working on a four billion budget, which will take three years. What about the water that is being drunk right now that is causing people to die? While solutions have been tabled to upgrade the failing Royval wastewater plant and in the interim to supply drinkable water to the people of Hamanskral, the situation, as presented by the Department of Water and Sanitation, suggests a growing inability by water authorities across the country to provide quality water services, whether this is informed by infrastructure, funding, governance or even skills challenges. And while the government has repeatedly reminded the public that the source of the outbreak is yet to be established, many say this is yet another instance where poor planning, defective controls and rampant corruption have resulted in the loss of human lives. 32 lives lost, possibly more. The cholera outbreak will undoubtedly go down as a tragic occurrence in the history of democratic South Africa. And with different parties and administrations missing the opportunity to arrest this travesty, it also is an unfortunate demonstration of how politicking can sometimes get in the way of the most basic human right, the right to life.